Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze. I am your host, Professor Jeremy Vilmer. This is episode 54, and this week we're talking about Hollywood actors as wrestlers. Let me now bring in the star of the show, former Smoky Mountain wrestling champion, pro wrestler, author, podcaster, YouTube celebrity, Bobby Blaze. What's happening, Bobby? Hey, Professor. I'm going to tell you what's happening, man. You don't have to all the time, but for right now, you can just call me Lucky. You know why you can call me Lucky? Why is that? Well, I just happened to be on one of my dates the last couple weeks ago, and man, one of my buddies, let's just say, he come in and shot me right in the ass, man. And you're <laughs> thinking, well, Bobby, how the fuck is that Lucky? And I'm going to tell you, if he'd have came in five minutes sooner, he'd have shot me right in the back of my fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Oh. Uh, it's going to be back on the podcast, man. I always try to open up something funny, but hell, that's silly and stupid, and it's a long joke, but I made it short and Hopefully you got a kick out of it. Figure it out, right? Well, you know, <laughs> so I see you uh, you got an old joke book and you're trying out some new material. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'll be here all week, sadly enough. Right on. <laughs> we are going to talk about, well, this comes on the heels of last week's episode where we talked about wrestlers as Hollywood stars. This week we were talking about Hollywood stars as wrestlers. Tell us a little bit about what we're doing this week. Great, man. Well, first of all, we'll give a shout out to Anthony Best, also my, my son Brady, because Brady's one talking about Anthony, said, man, if I had Hollywood list last week, you should come up with reverse the angle. First of all, I'm apologize. I left off Ox Baker, Escape from New York. Kurt Russell was in that movie. I saw that, blah, blah, blah. I left him off. That's been bothering me all fucking week to get back in here and say, my bad, folks. I missed one. I'm sure I missed several more as soon as we got off people. But anyway, bottom line is, so we did guys that was in wrestling or wrestlers and that we first saw in a movie or movie uh, based on wrestling. So this week, what we decided to do was take a reverse angle where some of the top stars in Hollywood through the years in some of their roles, that if you've seen them, if they would be professional wrestlers, and we got a pretty damn good list here of people that are actors or actresses that if given a chance and they could get in a ring, we think they'd make pretty damn good professional wrestlers and draw money too. That's another thing. Not just I mean, they already draw in box office in fucking Hollywood. These people could probably draw money in professional wrestling. So that's the take we're going with, Jeremy. Absolutely. And you know what else? I, now that you mention it, uh, we did leave somebody else off that we should have thought of. Because he ain't got time to bleed. Jesse yeah. Ventura and Predator. How the fuck did we miss that? Oh, man, that's a good recall, man. Yeah. I know. What a good one, yeah. And I know we left a couple movies off, folks, but that was kind of intentional, too. That was just We just had so much going on. But yeah, so Ox Baker and Jesse Ventura, that was two good misses right there. Yeah. So, you know, hey, we're going to try to knock it out of park. We're not going to hit a home run every time, folks. We didn't really do like a top 10 last week. We kind of discussed it. And that's kind of what we're going to do this week, too. And we're getting ready to jump into the show here in just a second. We're going to do it in kind of tiers, if you would. And we'll get back to a top 10 in the future. We have some ideas for that. But we just kind of break things up on a podcast. Two guys that love professional wrestling and just love to have fun talking about it and, and, and talking smack about it, if you will, man. And um, mm -hmm. have, have, we, we got some good names in this list. And again, it's, it's the actors or actresses that we think would become and, and again, some of these people hit us up on Twitter. Jeremy's at the Geekish Cast. I'm at Bobby Blaze 744. The joint account is at Bell to Bell Blaze. People sent in some of these people on this list. Some of them, you know, got some pretty good ones. Some of them, you know, okay, we have to get it down to our list. And so our list can consist today of about 15 or 20 people, I guess, is what we're going to end up uh, talking about, correct? It's about 15. We're going to have a couple honorable mentions and right, then about right. 15 people, yeah. Good deal, good deal. Well, you want to jump into the show or what? Yeah, let's jump right in. I got two honorable mentions I'm going to make real okay. quick. My first one is Michael Chiklis, the Thing era-ish Michael Chiklis, who went from a, a tubby soft guy on the commish to a hardcore badass on the shield. Uh, the guy's intense as fuck. One of the best actors on the planet, and I think could really sell his ass off in the ring, and I think people would pay to watch him uh, pummel somebody as a heel. My other one that I'm going to go with, and I, I, this just popped into my head, and I did know this. Kirk Douglas actually started back in the day as a carnival wrestler back in the olden times. Oh, really? Yep, yeah, he was a pro wrestler. Yeah, he was a pro wrestler yeah. back in the old, old like carnival, carny days of pro wrestling yeah. before he became an actor. Back in the fifties and sixties, women would have fucking lined up for miles to get into a wrestling ring to see or into an arena to see him wrestle. Absolutely. He yeah, yeah he'd have been big box off for sure, man. Yeah. Damn. 
Well, I've got one. Are you done with yours? Yeah, yep, yep, those, you are, those are mine. I'll, yeah. I only have one. I'm going to surprise you at this, I think, man. I think he's actually been in a wrestling ring more than once. Uh, William Shatner. Oh my. That's, that's mine. I think old Captain James Kirk there would probably, would have made a pretty good, I think he did some judo or karate or stuff like that. I know he'd done some stuff through the years uh, around the wrestling business, but I, I think he'd have, you know, he had that look and he's built pretty good and I, he, he may have drawn some money in professional wrestling. I don't know. He's just an honorable mention. So. No, I got you. And you know what? We, we've seen him pull out the, the, the big fight moves on Star Trek, you know, his, his swinging doorway, double drop kick, the ax handle. Uh, <laughs> there you go. See? Yeah. Yeah. No. So yeah, that's a good, that's a, I, that I would have never even considered that. And I'm a giant what, Star Trek nerd, and I never would have thought of it. A good one, Robert Conrad from the uh, Wild Wild West. He used to do some good fight scenes too. Oh yeah. So I'll put him on because you was talking about William Shatner's fight uh, scenes on Star Trek. Same thing on uh, uh, Wild Wild West. Robert Conrad had some good ones too, man. So I hope I got that name right. That's who it is, right? I'm pretty sure it was Robert Conrad. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. So anyway, we got our honorable mentions out of the way there. We're going to start with tier three, I think, mm-hmm. that we kind of broke these down. We've got five. What we have, guys, we've got three tiers, a tier three, a tier two, and then our top tier for tier one. And that's kind of the way we're going to do them. So our first five, I'll let Jeremy start off because I know he can, I can only say the name Mountain. Jeremy's going to have to announce this gentleman's name because I don't want to piss him off in any way. Who no, is this coming well, in top th- tier? This fellow, this fellow, he's from Iceland. His name is Hafthor Julius Bjornsson. It might be Julius. I don't know how they pronounce Julius in, in Iceland. So I apologize, Hafthor, if I got that wrong. <laughs> okay, so he played the mountain on Game of Thrones. He's like one of the legit world's strongest men. And they called him the mountain. The dude's really as big as a goddamn mountain. I mean, you know, and he's, he's like young. He's like 30, maybe. And he's just a monster of a man. I think as a heel character, he would be untouchable. He's big as a mountain, but also I know he was a former basketball player, so I know he had some athletic skill. And also I saw a video, uh, and I'm almost positive, uh, uh, he was sparring with Conor McGregor. They was just goofing, and they said pretty much, hey, we're just, we're just having a good time. No one's trying to get hurt here. But they were showing how quick and fast Conor was and then how big and strong the mountain was. Pretty well, maybe two-minute clip, something like that. It's probably still out there somewhere. But you can see him moving around, and uh, he's got a good look to him. He's not a bad-looking guy. World-renowned, you know, uh, strongman, so people know who the fuck he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, and, and I know a couple people sent him in on the list. It wasn't just you and I saying, okay, let's put him on a list. Several people, I guess they're Game of Thrones fans or World's Strongest Man fans, I don't know. But, but they turned him in, and that's a, that's a pretty good one to start the list off with. He has won the Arnold Strongman Classic, the World's Strongest Man. He's either won or been runner-up several times. You're right, he did start his career in basketball, and I believe he is his best deadlift is 1,045 pounds. Jeez. Yeah. So he can lift mountains too. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. That's a huge man. I think yeah. he's, he's like the same age. Oh, what's that kid's name? Damn it. Uh, from Arrested Development. Uh, the guy with no chin. I can't even think of his name now. Yeah. But like you put those two together and they don't even look like they're from the same planet and they're like the same <laughs> age. Yeah. Well, let's keep moving here. Uh, Bobby, who okay. do you have as next in the third tier? Carl Withers, man. Yeah. Ah, Carl Weathers. Man, Carl. I said, what I say? Carl? How you say it? It's Carl. Carl, okay. Yeah. Make sure I said it right. Yeah. Because uh, I was, I was. man, you can see him. Man, he, he trains. He kept his body in shape. He's big. He's strong. He could talk, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, from those roles in Rocky. And plus, there's another one from Predator right there, man. Yeah. He was in Predator with Ventura. So that's a good one. I, I can see him being, you know, the Apollo Creed. I can see that converting to cash box office in professional wrestling. So Carl Weathers. Oh yeah. Well, you know, Scorpio sky came out at pre AEW, uh, Cody Rhodes, first big wrestling event. Uh, Scorpio Sky and Chris Daniels came out in the Rocky and Apollo outfits when they wrestled that night. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the SCU definitely saw the <laughs> the moment to uh, you know yeah. nod, nod their heads there. You know, since I just brought up Arrested Development, I also have to say that Carl Weathers played a version of himself on Arrested Development where he was a total cheapskate and he was scamming <laughs> people with shitty acting classes and then going and getting free ketchup and stuff at McDonald's. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah, Carl Weathers would have been a great, you know, he could have been one of those guys that could play a heel or a face. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you. And wasn't, wasn't he in that stupid Hulk Hogan show on TNT? 
If you say trouble, that, trouble uh, in paradise, wasn't that I was it? I say a trouble in paradise. Yeah, because someone asked me about that uh, making our list last week, and I was like, no, nah, sorry, different. That's TV. We was doing movies. Thank you, fuck you, whatever. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, yeah, Thunder in Paradise, wasn't it? And they shot it down there at St. Pete Beach, I think. I think so, yeah. They had a lot of people on that show. I'm trying to, I mean, there was a lot of people on that show through the years. Oh, absolutely. But it was also a terrible show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just wasn't that good. <laughs> Who do you have next? Because I know this guy comes from a show, I guess, is pretty popular. I have Stephen Amell next. Yeah, you would smart me up to him. Yeah. The Arrow, right? Yep. So one of my favorite superheroes, period, was Green Arrow. So when they came out with this show Arrow, before they really got firmly settled into the superhero universe that it would become, it was just like a gritty street drama where he was like shooting people with arrows and shit. Which was very similar to the miniseries I had originally read by uh, Mike Grell, which was called Longbow Hunters. Was was just about him going around, no trick arrows, no gimmicks, no superhero shit. He was just a vigilante who used a bow and arrow at night. So Stephen Amell, when they did this show, they'd show like how he trained. And he was basically training using the American Ninja courses and shit like that. He even competed on American Ninja. But he also has wrestled against Cody Rhodes and some other people. Yeah, that's what you just tell me. I remember that. So he is a showman. He is a guy who understands the physical aspect of it, but he's also an actor, so he could probably bring a little a little something new to it as well. Right on, man. Well, that's a good choice. So we got Stephen Amell. Well, I'm going to swing it a different way right here, man. And I tell you, I don't know how I've got him down here on third tier, but I'm I'm put. He had to be on my list anyway. But that's Danny Trejo, man. Oh, geez, you uh, put Danny Trejo down in the third tier, Bobby? Yeah, I hope he's not listening. Actually, I hope he is listening. Yeah. Man, a guy just fucking saved a baby from a burning car out in L.A. a couple of days ago. I mean, come on. Yeah. So no, what I think you said. Well, Bobby, uh, you know, I, cause I'd have him on top tier, you know, machete, whatever. He's just badass. Uh, no pun intended. Actually, there is. But anyway, you said you, and I know he's been in, when he was back when he was younger, he talks about, you know, he was, he was a boxer in, mm-hmm. you know, penitentiary system. And, you know, he's someone really got his life together and turned around. So I really admire that too. You said he's more likely going to hurt you outside the ring than inside the ring. Yeah, he, he's more like a Terry Funk, but Terry yeah. Funk, if Terry Funk didn't actually want to get in the wrestling ring at any point. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's how I see uh, Danny Trejo. I, I, I saved a story for you to tell you about that. I've read an article. I've read several because I'm a huge fan of his, obviously. I was reading an article one time, and this has been this has been like almost, probably 15 years ago. Lennox Lewis worked out the same gym as him, formal, you know, former uh, heavyweight boxing champion of the world, you know. And Lennox was telling him, said, "Hey, Danny, you know, is it working out in the gym?" And you know, guys, when you get certain ages in the gym, you know, you 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 tease, you rib, whatever, you know. And I guess he said, uh, "You know, hey, Danny, you wanna, you know, you wanna spar for me?" And, and Trio said, "Man, I looked at him. He's like six five, and he's like two six. He right goes, hey, Lewis, you know what?" He goes, "There's no way I spar for you, man." He said, "Only way I'm gonna do something for you, I'm gonna hit you with a metal bar across your head when you're not looking or something like that." You know, he, he just knew, like, you know what, man. And it kind of verified what you said. He ain't gonna. He's not gonna get in the ring and box. He's not gonna get in the ring and wrestle. But you know what? He could be a hell of a draw. He's gonna knock the fuck out. So oh yeah. Terry Funk comparison is a good one there. But but yeah, that's that that that's one. Yeah, he I, he's one of my favorites. But yeah, third tier. And I think with our list uh, and the people that sent stuff in, I think it's a good fit right there. I think you would draw money. I you know he's just. I think you would whatever, too. Whatever he had that look, especially yeah. if you had him working in Southern California. <laughs> I think fucking people would line up to see him because he could be, a, you know, again he could do down there. He could play a heel or a face too. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. Also, Danny Trejo owns Trejo's Tacos and Trejo's yes. Donuts in uh, Southern California. And the way yeah, I heard he the way I heard the story was the day he got out of the pen, an agent or so or casting director or somebody walked up to him and said, "Hey, we basically we need a Latino gangster looking dude. Can you yeah. act?" And that was what how was you want me to tell you what happened? Yeah, please do. Fan, I've got documentary. I'm a fan. I've read it. What happened was when he got out, he was actually a. Uh, uh, drug and alcohol counselor. He was he was there. One of his clients called him and asked him to come down to the set. He said, there's a lot of blow around here on the set, man. He goes, I'm really tempted. And uh, so Danny Trejo went up to where they were shooting the uh, runaway train. That was his first big break. Okay. He's in a boxy scene. Eddie Bunker wrote the book and the screenplay. It's, it's runaway train. Well, he goes up there and he, he's counseling, you know, with the guy. 
And um, so while he's up there, Eddie Bunker says, hey, man, aren't you Danny Trail? I was with you like in San, uh, San Quentin or whatever. He's like, yeah, man, what's up? And he said, uh, hey, would you like to be uh, a boxing coach? Would you like to train train a train a boxer? It was uh, Eric Roberts. And he said, uh, you know, well, uh, he said, how much? And he said, or $350. He said, shit, for $350, how bad you want me to hurt this guy? He goes, no, no, no. He's a little bit cocky in there. He's an actor. He goes, don't want you to hurt him. I want you to really teach him how to box or whatever. So um, the director uh, sees, you know, sees him talking. He says, hey, can you be a, can you play a convict in this movie? You know, also, we, we need some Mexican, Hispanic looking convicts. Of course, he said there's people sweating, their inks coming off because of fake tattoos and that. Uh-huh. He takes his shirt off. They see he's got the legit real tattoos. He's the real deal, you know. So on that given day, man, he was in the right place at the right time. And he said when he started training Eric Roberts and when that camera rolled and stuff, he said it was like the greatest thing that ever had happened to him at that time in his life. Like he knew then he had found his calling, you know. I know we're not doing a Danny Trejo show, but that's that's kind of what happened, man. You know, right place, right time, helping someone else. And he has that quote, everything that's ever good that's come in his life is a direct result of him helping someone else. So he's always out there. Like I said, hell, he just saved a baby a couple weeks ago out of a burning car or whatever. Yeah. No, it's he's one of those guys that it's just every story you hear is like, just an incredible story about this guy. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. I didn't mean to rant about him. So no, we better move no. on, man. We better move on. So yeah. I, but anyway, he's third tier, but again, that's why he could have been first tier. Yep. Whatever. Well, let's round out the third tier with our last member of it. I believe. Yeah, we've hit everybody else. Okay, so let's go with Mickey Rourke to round out the third tier. There you go. Well, I think he proved it, right? I think so. He was. I mean, he- he was believable in that role, right? Yes, absolutely. He used to box. I mean, he, he was he had a good-looking guy back in the day. Mm-hmm. He had boxed before, uh, made some good movies, decided to get back into boxing, made a run at it, and I guess, you know, just uh, got in shape and stayed in wicked shape and this and that, and then left Hollywood for a while, then eventually came back. And, um, you know, he, he's been in so many different movies. Again, physical, uh, he, he, he did a pretty good job in, in The Wrestler. So there you go. He, he proved it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. He's been around the business too, I think. Yeah. Um, well, he was, look, he was, I don't want to take anything away from the guy's a good actor. He's compelling. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just yeah. watched Anchor Heart a few weeks ago, man. Oh, that was a fantastic movie. I love uh, Lisa Bonet's my girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. I got a couple more girls, but no, but that movie, you know, if you haven't seen it, folks, go watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the heroes in it. <laughs> I, I've never seen somebody make eating an egg look that fucking terrifying in my life. Oh, it's evil, man. Yeah. Evil. Man, when you see that scene of him, Robert De Niro, eating that egg, you're like, man. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. Lisa Bonet. Whew. Yeah. Big that's... Fork, man. That's, I mean, he's a good looking dude. You know, that's all you can say. He That nine and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so anyway, hell, but yeah, he could have been box office, especially back in the day. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, he was a great yeah. actor. He was like you're saying, he was good looking. He was in shape because he did. He quit acting to go box again. So he could have gone quite easily if he had had the right connections and had the desire. He could have gone into wrestling and probably had a pretty good career for a few years there. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Well, that rounds out our first tier. I'm I want to uh, just tell you real quickly, if you're listening out there, and I'm sure you are, and Jeremy and I talked about this a little bit offline. Some of you people probably we get a lot of repeat listeners, and we're really thank you for supporting the show. We really appreciate it. So you guys have already got my book. I want to say I appreciate it very much. If you're not familiar with it, I do have a book or two out there. I'm going to tell you a little bit about them. I've got Pin Me, Pay Me, Have Boost Will Travel, and I've got The Education of a Wrestler, I Kicked Out on Two. They're both available on Amazon. Go out there to tinyurl.com backslash blazebook1, and you can get Pin Me, Pay Me, Have Boost Will Travel. And with that said, the show gets a little bit of kickback. The book doesn't cost you extra anything like that, but the show, the podcast, gets a little bit of kickback. So we appreciate that. My second book, I kicked out on two, The Educational Wrestler. If you go to tinyurl.com backslash blazebook2, you can get that book again. It just gives the show a little bit of kickback. It helps support the podcast, and we appreciate it. And I do appreciate all the wrestling fans out there and the friends out there we've made through this wrestling podcast. How'd that go, Jeremy? That went quite well. <laughs> that went perfect there. Yeah, so Bobby, you are a pro wrestler, an author, a podcast host, and you still consult for pro wrestlers who are training to get break in or who are in the industry. You have a great view from inside or behind the ropes, we'll say. People, if you're interested in it and you don't have these books yet go check them out you want to learn about the ins and outs of pro wrestling especially back during its glory days and the monday night war era and all that 
check out Bobby's book. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate that. That's that's a good plug there. Yeah. <laughs> and I do, I do, I try to help young guys out if I can. Um, you know, physically, I know I have to have someone just, you know, show them guys I've helped through the years. But mentally, I, I show them, I'm like, look, guys, if you put it this way and do it this way, you, you start from the ground up and, you you know, you work your way up and you work your way to matches and, and why you should have this in a match and how a finish should go. Hopefully it's going to make sense, you know. And I just I try to go to you know like I said we we talked about some of the podcasts where I try to go to a couple shows one show a month every six weeks or so um, I haven't been to a show since June I don't think no I went to one in July actually I went to one in Huntington I sure did I went to several matches up in Huntington just a outdoor festival I talked about that but yeah I like to go and see the up and coming talent and also some of the shows uh, like the uh, legend shows that they do up there in West Virginia I love going to get to see some of the older guys like myself when we get out you know what I'm saying because Enough of us aren't getting out like we used to, and I know I'm one of them. But uh, I do like helping, you know, uh, other guys too when that, that that just seek advice or whatever. But a lot of that stuff's in my books, so there there it is, man. Get get pin me, pay me at tinyurl.com, uh, Blaze Book One, or get I kicked out on two uh, at tinyurl.com backslash Blaze Book Two. Absolutely. And while you're Speaking at it, two. Well, <laughs> no, I, was gonna, go ahead. I was gonna say while you're at it, yes, if you do not have Amazon Prime and you would like to try it out, you can go to tinyurl.com slash tryprime, and that will get you a 30-day trial of Amazon Prime. Bobby, why would people like Amazon Prime? Well, I just watched Angel Heart on there free. I told you, I, I watch movies. They stream movies on there. They stream TV shows on there. I really like it. But what I really like about it, when you have Amazon Prime, you get free shipping, and I buy books, and you buy a book, and sometimes you get a book for $4.99 or, or $9.99 or whatever. Then you're paying another 4 or $5 to ship it to you. I get a book and it's free shipping with Prime, so I'm not paying anything. So if I buy a book for three ninety nine or five ninety nine, that's what I'm paying, and the book's coming. And it's two days now. I'm the last few things I've ordered. Uh, I mentioned about ordering my little granddaughter's birthday presents. They was here the next day. Next day shipping, free shipping. Uh, I can't say enough things about Amazon Prime because I've been a Prime member for several years now, and I love my Amazon Prime account. Yeah, Amazon Prime. I'm just going to do a quick listing here, and then you guys can run with it and do whatever you want. But you get a yeah. free 30-day trial. You got nothing to lose. I mean, even if you just buy a handful of things and check out some stuff on on the streaming. But free two-day shipping in some zip codes, free same-day delivery. Prime now in some other zip codes, two-hour delivery. Release date delivery, so things that come out on you know Tuesday or what Wednesday when Blu-rays and whatnot are released, you get them that day if you pre-order. Amazon Day, you get access to all sorts of great sales. Prime Video, Amazon Channels, Prime Music, Musical Unlimited, Twitch Prime. You actually get a free subscription to a Twitch member every month when you are an Amazon Prime member. You have access to Whole Foods Market. Amazon Prime Rewards, Amazon Prime Store Card, Amazon Dash, so that way you have one button ordering of your reusable consumables about your house. Prime Wardrobe, if you're the kind of person who wants to try something on that you buy online and be able to send it back and you don't want it, Prime Wardrobe has got your back. Prime Pantry, Deals and Discounts, Prime Reading, Borrow Books and Magazines from their library. Amazon First Reads, Audible Channels for Prime. So they have specific auto, audio books and audio uh, content for Amazon Prime members. Amazon Fresh, Amazon Channels. I mean, just, I don't know how you lose on this deal is what I'm getting at, Bobby. Damn, that's a hell of a plug, Professor. What a great voice, man. Wow, that's, right. that's good. Well, why, thank you. So again, if you Damn. don't have it, tinyurl.com slash tryprime. Go check it out. Yeah. Hell yeah, after hearing that, if you don't do it, something's wrong with you. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, also, All real right. quick, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop a quick note. We're going to doff our hats to a text down on the boy of the room. Last night, I received yes. I received his script on uh, the connection between pro wrestling and West Texas U. Oh, okay, great. And I will be recording that script this week. I'm probably going to take one pass at it just to make sure it sounds like me when I read it. But other than that, it's a great script. I read it last night while I was waiting for my grandson to go to sleep, and I'm really, really excited about this one. Oh, man, I'm going to tell you. We're going to talk about the YouTube channel a little bit. But, hey, Tex, big shout-out to you. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I can't wait for you to record that. I know it was an idea. You all had talked about it. Uh, I haven't seen the script, so I'm excited for when it does come out. So thank you, Tex, and, and thank you, Professor, for doing that. I'm sure it will sound great. I'm sure hoping so. I'm looking forward to it, man. All right. All right. Let's, well, let's get back into the show here at Tier 2. Yep. We went through Tier 3. The next, we got five more people right here that's going to be – 
Uh, tier two, and uh, I'll start it off with. Uh, no, I'm gonna let you start it off because I know who I'm gonna have for making my my number. Go ahead, you start it off the top of your whoever you want on number tier two. All right, you know because I'm in California, I'm gonna go with our uh, ex governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, good one, man. Hell yeah, you know he could do it, man. Yep, uh, million dollar body. Australian oak. Yeah. Austrian oak. I mean, Austrian oak. Yeah, but I mean, a million dollar body on this guy. Obviously, he still has like uh, you know competitions named after him. Him, former yeah. Mr. Olympia. Um, you know, you, you can say what you want about his acting. He did okay for a guy who English was his second language. <laughs> I did great, man. Yeah. Wow. Did you know that he first became a millionaire with a bricklaying company that he and all his European buddies came yeah. to America? You know what? Mm-hmm. R.I.P. to Franco Colombo. Arnold's yep. best friend passed away. I think he was uh, 80 years old, if I'm not mistaken, 79 or 80. I think he had a swimming accident at his home. I uh, think... Uh, uh, he was visiting back in his old country, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, I just read that, and I, I knew what a great bodybuilder he was. And he was actually in a Terminator and a few other movies as well. So I just want to put that out there. Any bodybuilding fans, Franco Colombo, rest in peace. But back to Arnold, man. What a Go ahead. Him and his buddies, bricklayers. Like bricklayers. And they just put the words they put. Um, exotic European or custom European bricklayers or something. They, they, <laughs> they did it just like everybody else, but they tweaked the language, did the yeah. marketing, bam, they became millionaires. Yeah. Um, also, wow. I want to say that, and I'm not going to get into the politics side of this, but if you've right. watched him over the last 10 years or so, every time he gets on a live mic, he's a fucking genius at just putting heat on other people. Oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> you he know, is. yeah, you watch him and the shit talk he's done to the president here recently and other things and, He's good on a, he's good on a live mic. He doesn't need a script. He looked like yeah. a million bucks. Boom. He's he is my very top of this year. Oh yeah, and he could have been the top of the damn list. Yep. You know, Mount Olympus, if you will. But yeah, that's a great choice, man. I'm gonna swerve it up a little bit here. This just I think she's badass. That's Michelle Rodriguez, man. I think she makes the list. Because I saw her, when I, I I saw her, she's probably like twenty twenty one playing a uh, girl fight, mm-hmm. and uh, she she's a boxer, you know, she's trying to be a boxer. Uh, she's playing a teen, but like I said, she's probably twenty twenty one at the time when she got the role. But she's playing like you know fifteen sixteen year old girl that's just kind of outcast, like you know trying to get into boxing. It's very realistic. But with that said, as far as wrestling goes, I mean, my gosh, she's done a machete. First of all, I think she's downright fucking gorgeous. I yeah. she's hot. She is hot to me. One of the hottest chicks. I love her. I love the way she talks. I love the way she looks. I love the way she talks. Uh, just the, I think she carries herself very well. Um, but, you know, go to the Machete movies and also the Fast and Furious, man. And I, I think she can do a lot of stuff physical. I'm trying to think. Who did she fight in that last Fast and Furious? I can't remember. But anyway, I mean, had a hell of a fight scene, man. Um, she can just kick ass. I think she would draw money if she was in professional wrestling. You know, again, we're kind of stepping outside the scope. If if we put them in a wrestling ring, I think she's money. Yeah, I would I would definitely give you that. Uh, easy on the eyes, but looks, <laughs> but looks tough at the same time yes yes yeah that's it man An aggressive look really yeah I, I you know what i i don't have anything further to add you've nailed oh, it that's uh, good. yeah that's good. we can move on man give us another one off tier two um you know i am gonna go with you know what i'm gonna go with wesley snipes oh good choice man good choice wow yeah uh blade and a lot of action star movies yeah Oh, Wesley Snipes, good choice. He's a uh, of body too. Yeah, no, he's a great build, intense actor. I mean, he could yeah. really just get really into the role and really like get it across with his face. And facial expressions are ninety nine percent of wrestling, as far as I'm concerned. Definitely get over man, professional wrestling. Uh, what was the one movie you was talking about? Uh, Demolition Man. Demolition De- Man, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he done a lot of physical stuff. I was thinking Blade series, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, he played basketball. Wide, uh, white men can't jump, or what? I say wide men, the guys out there for you. But white men can't jump. He played the basketball player, so you know he's athletic as fuck. Well, he's uh, also yeah, I don't know yeah. if I don't know who knows this. He's a fifth Dan in Shotokan and a second Dan in Hapkido. Okay. So he's, well, a, he's a legit martial artist, too. Excellent, man. So you had a hell of a choice right there. Um, I had much more to add than that. That's a hell of a choice. <laughs> yeah. I, I did see that they have uh, recast the the Blade role, so there will be new Blade movies coming up. Okay. But it's going to be hard for them to test the excitement of the first time that first Blade movie came out, and superhero movies still didn't <laughs> do shit. 
but yeah. they did for him. It seemed to me recast and do all that. No, I'm just kind of I stay at the old school, obviously. But but hell, I, I wish them luck. I'm sure they'll do just fine. Oh yeah. I'm gonna go to the next one. You had Arnold. I'm gonna go with Sylvester Stallone, man. I think he would be money if he was a professional wrestler. <laughs> well, you know what you do with him? You have him play basically the Rocky character. You have exactly. him as a, you have him underdog the whole way. Blue yeah. collar, working class, you know, that way his mush mouth delivery actually works for him. Hell of a body on him. And the guy is way fucking smarter than anybody ever gives him credit for. Oh my gosh, man. I just heard, uh, I heard Rogan and him talking about that. What you mentioned last week about that, that one, uh, the script he turned into, a, the novel he turned into a script, you know, we was talking about Paradise Alley and yep. stuff. Uh, Rogan and him put him over just the other day. I can't remember who his guest was, but he's talking about how smart the guy fucking is, man. Uh, cause he's talking about that jump from, from Rocky. You know, just just coming up with that movie at that time frame to what he's done now with the everything he's done, the expandables and and uh, they was talking about him and Arnold Nat. You know, these mm-hmm. guys they know how to get the fuck over. They're still on billboards out in Hollywood. So you're gonna tell me they can't draw on wrestling? Wrong. Hell, he he's been around the wrestling business obviously uh, with with the boxing, like you said, boxing and wrestling uh, kind of tie it together, promotion and stuff. He'd know how to get himself over the he it would get over. You know. Well, yeah, look, I mean, he's basically a senior citizen, and he's got he's got another fucking Rambo movie coming out, and people are going to go see it. Absolutely. And look Absolutely. at look at that movie Creed. That was yeah, yeah that was that's just they, they was doing that's what it was. They was doing the fight, uh the UFC fight last night. They was doing it on air. Uh they was talking about Creed. Uh, he's still doing it to jump from that 1977 or whatever Rocky come out, go all the way through all the Rockies to Rocky Balboa to Creed. To the, you know, he's kept this thing going for what almost 40 damn years no, now. 42 years. 40, 42 years now off that one character. That's not counting the Rambo and Expandables and all the other stuff yeah. he's done. But that's just that one character, man. That's how smart the fucking guy is right there. That's that's a good point, Jeremy. Yeah, I totally believe in, you know, like I said, I'll even go as far as to tell you, you put him in some like old school Italian working class. You put yeah. him in like a, a like a step down, like, you know, like a step away from Bruno San Martino, and you yeah. got yourself a good blue collar ethnic fucking hero that you can throw regional titles on and have him go chase the the bad guy champ all fucking year there you go man. yep good well got one more left in this fifth uh third tier who you got uh i have vin diesel vin diesel okay good one good look good mm-hmm. build man i'll just say this have you ever seen the movie knock knock around guys you know what i still haven't seen it okay well that's Anyway, he's in it, and it, it, it's, it's, he is just a badass. Uh, not to give any spoilers away, there's just this one scene in there, and he says, 500. And the guy's like, what? He goes, 500. That's how many fights I need, think you need to have before you can you know, be a fighter, because he's basically just a big, tough fighter. He's kind of like a bodyguard, an extra heavy for, for one of his buddies, a couple of his buddies, actually. But he's the one that, that's going to do the fighting in a movie. And, uh, this is, of course, pre, um, uh, the, um, uh, fucking Fast and Furious series and this and that. And, um, you know, he, he just had that look and he just plays that badass like, you know what? Uh, he, it's a, it's a, it's not a great movie. It's a good movie, but man, I could see him in the wrestling business with that look, with that talk. Um, and, and I, I, just all around, I think he could, he would be good in a professional wrestling ring because the way he, he's action, man. He's action. He can move. He's physical, you know, but, uh, he beats the fuck out of this guy in that movie. And, but that's what it is. It sets it up by saying 500. That's me fight you need to have, you know, and this guy's like, what? And they just start fighting and it's a hell of a good little scene. It's not as good as a scene in they live, by the way, as far as a fight scene, but, um, but Van Diesel could pull it off in a wrestling ring. Yeah, I I think you are a hundred percent correct. Uh, he's a good actor. He he can sell with his face pretty well. He gets emotion across really well. I think also he's got that voice that makes him scary. Yeah. You know that if you wanted to just you know, you put him on a mic, don't have him scream, don't have him yell, just have him hey. I'm going to whip your fucking ass. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, good call. Yeah, with that voice and his presence, and I think he would, 
I mean, I don't know. He might be able to play a face, but I see heel when I look at him. When I think wrestler, yeah. I see heel. Yeah. yeah. But I like that. He doesn't have to yell to get his point across. The facial expression and just the talk. Mm-hmm. Just come out there and talk. Yeah. Good call, man. Good yeah. one. All right. Before we jump into the top tier, I think we've got a couple other uh, items of business to take care of. Is that correct? Yes, we do. I'm going to talk real quick about our YouTube page. Uh, text down on the boiler room. Runs a YouTube page for us, and in many ways now, this is a three-headed beast we have built here. You know, we have me and Bobby that host. We have text that puts together the video packages, and we have you, our fans, to thank for our success as a podcast and YouTube page. So thank you to everybody involved. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you, Tex. Thank yes. you, listeners at home. It's It's been a lot of fun, and I look forward to doing this every week. I had to go back to a video that we called A Gentleman's Agreement, which is about you and Dan Severn. Oh, okay. And uh, we got a comment on there from Ray Rodrigo, and he said, I had no clue that these matches existed. My respect level for you just went through the roof. Awesome matches against a man that was without a doubt one of the best champions of that era. Damn, can't wait to see you again and talk about this and other wrestling stories. So, Ray Rodrigo, thank you for commenting. I'm going to try to grab at least one YouTube comment a week to get on the show and talk about. So, guys, if you haven't checked out our YouTube page yet, go to tinyurl.com slash video. Go hit the like and the subscribe button and the bell so that way you get notifications when we put up new episodes. Text, Bobby, what's text doing? Like three to five episodes a week right now? Yeah, I think you dropped three on football, uh, this, this past week on football players that, are, that, that become professional wrestlers. Uh, and text, thank you very much. But I want to say it's Ray. Thank you very much for the kind comment and the kind words. Also, I want to say the, the two matches that I had with Dan Severn, I was just telling someone today, thought I had watched them about a year ago. And that's what I said in the interview, but it, it actually may have been a, a, you know, a year and a half, two years ago. I don't know, but, I have to, I'm not one of these people that, that as I get older say I was great or I was this or I was that or I'm one of them people I get better as I get older kind of thing as I remember it or whatever. I'll just say this when I watched them, I did sit down and watch that interview and uh, text put the footage in the background. I have to say this I, I thank the fans, I thank Dan, I thank the fans. The matches were really way much better than I even remembered them being and thought they were. I'd very seldom, you know, like to go out there and stroke myself like that. I'm just saying, uh, man, I, you know, it was back in the day, you know, I was in shape. Uh, we both had a good look to us and it was just a, there was just good matches, man. They really were. And, uh, sometimes it's good, I guess, to, to reflect back on something like that. So uh, I appreciate you sharing Ray's comments and I appreciate the, the YouTube channel. I know it's, uh, tinyurl.com backslash bbbb video and i think text just put up like i said three of them on uh i think three uh maybe four now on football players that have um become professional wrestlers or did become professional wrestlers of course our our best series is uh legit badasses that's got the most views of any uh 10 part series you know top 10s uh, we got our top 10 announcement on there. We got our love letters to the girls on there. There's a lot of good content on the YouTube channel, and there's going to be a lot more, as you was mentioning earlier, recording something about the players from West Texas State that went into professional wrestling, the impact on that. So we're really looking forward to that on the YouTube channel. Thank you, and, and thank Tex as well. So uh, hopefully we didn't beat that dog to death. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think it can still yeah. hunt. Yeah. Okay, good, yeah. good. Well, we're at the top, I think, top tier. Yeah, we are. Uh, uh, I'm going to let you, because I don't know if I'm in the same order as you, so why don't you no, go ahead and pick. I know you called one of these. I'm going to let you definitely uh, call that one out. I'll just, shoot, these are all look, okay, I'll just put this one. I don't even know if I can say it. Aquaman, Jason, Momoa. I'll oh, yeah. Because I know the other ones, you really, you've got some impact on all these. Uh, I'll say to try to top them with you. The other ones I'll say let you do. But that guy, man, he just got a fucking look to him, man. I know He's done more than Aquaman, by the mm-hmm. way, as you told me. But uh, uh, anyway, right or wrong? Oh, absolutely. First off, do you know who his uh, who his partner is? No. Lisa Bonet. What? Yes. <laughs> oh, man, I just saw her on uh, some uh, Ray Donovan episodes. Oh, that was, that was a weird fucking role. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know, man. I know. I had rather think of her name's your heart. But no, I had no idea. So Jace Momoa is with Lisa Bonet. All right, we're going to yep. Hollywood inquiring... Uh, minds want to know on here, man. I yep. just popped that. Damn. Uh, he just now, his re- my respect level for him just went up. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, first off, okay, so I, I don't watch a I lot of... I know about these top guys here. That's, that's good. Yeah. Well, so I don't watch a lot of modern wrestling besides, like, little regional shows that I get off the Fight Network and stuff. Okay, so Roman Reigns. 
And I said this the first time I saw him. I'm like, I bet chicks go fucking nuts when he's at the grocery store, you know, because yeah. he's a handsome dude. Well, I think Jason Momoa might be a little more handsome. The yeah. fact the fact that he's hooked up with Lisa Bonet kind of proves that. <laughs> now, here's yeah. a weird one for you. Do you know who the father of his stepdaughter is? No, no man. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz. Yes, I do know. I should have known that. Yeah, yeah. I remember Lisa. God, you say, you know, uh, Lenny Kravitz, I, I, he turned Lisa Bonet out, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. And well, she's been in a bunch of uh, scenes, too, uh, movies. Oh, uh, yeah. Zoe Kravitz yeah. has been in a million things. Yeah. Also, she yeah. is one of those ones that... And I'm going to sound like a total pig here, but check this out. I don't know if her or her mom are hotter or exactly as hot as each other. <laughs> so, oh, no, man. yeah. Oh, but, man. But okay. anyways, Jason Momoa <laughs> has been Cal Drago on Game of Thrones. He was, well, he still is Aquaman as far as I know in his own movie yeah. in Justice League and Batman vs. Superman. He also did a version of Conan on the big screen that I did not care for, but he was still a badass enough that he got cast in the role as Conan. Right, right. Uh, great look, great smile, could play a, could play a heel or a face, but here's the thing. He could be like this one-man rock and roll uh, express because chicks will line up for weeks to see this dude. Yeah, I think so, man. He's money in the bank if he gets in a professional. If he was, if he was professional wrestler, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so I'll let you do another one because these these are all pretty much Jeremy knows about forties a lot more than I do. I'm sure, uh, maybe maybe all five of them. But but uh, man, I I love learning too, and that's the thing about this podcast, man. You can learn so much about professional wrestling acting because we're doing uh actors that could have been wrestlers you know hollywood actors as wrestlers or whatever this week uh so i i said jason momora uh, top tier there uh that was kind of a consensus from some of the people on a page and also between uh the professor and myself uh do you want to announce another one or should i go ahead and announce another one you know what? i'll go ahead and i'll announce one here Sorry about right. that, everybody. My uh, okay. my timer just went off. Right now. Yeah. So you know what? I'm going to go with the mighty Thor, Chris Hemsworth. Uh, several people wrote about him, man. Yeah. Uh, what a great fucking look he's got. I think he could pull it off. And also, Tex uh, sent us the uh, graphic this week, and I was I knew that in the back of my mind, but I didn't know it. And I'm referring to he's going to play, I guess, Hulk Hogan in the. Uh, Bi- what is that like a biography bio biopic type, uh, yeah yeah, bio- yeah so i guess there's truth to that correct i believe so i was going to double okay. check it real quick but i've been yeah. hearing it for a couple weeks now yeah chris hemsworth to play hulk hogan in biopic yeah um, he's got a great look to him yeah. man uh he could definitely pull it off yeah definitely well i would call him a great all-american face character except he's australian and the guy I'm gonna say, yeah i know and uh, and the guy i'm gonna mention next is actually gonna be a best all-American face, but oh, no, no, I want to talk about Chris Hemsworth for a second. Okay. He played Captain Kirk's dad in the 2009 reboot of Star Trek. Okay. So he played George Kirk in that, so he is uh, the father of James T. Kirk in one reality. He is Thor in the Marvel Universe. There you go. Um, now, Thor had a girlfriend who was going to be Thor in the next movie, played by Natalie Portman, who's Luke and Leia's mom in Star Wars. Oh, nice. So that means in Thor, Kirk's dad and Luke and Leia's mom are a couple, so that's all sorts of crazy right there. <laughs> He's built like a fucking brick shit house. He was also yep. in one of my favorite horror movies, Cabin in the Woods, which is just a fantastic movie. If you have not seen it, I believe it's on Netflix. Go check it out. The guy can act, built like a brick shit house, handsome guy. I think he'd be money in the bank. I agree with you. I have nothing to add to that, man. I I agree with you. So that's a good one, man. Yeah. Um, um, well, you know what? Here, I'm going to keep going with this just yeah, because just because please we do. can. I'm going to go to another Chris who works for Disney. Yep. Uh, and he is my perfect, you want to see how much of a difference good writing and good direction can make to an actor? Chris Evans. Look yeah. at him as Captain America and look at him as Johnny Storm. He is a shithead as Johnny Storm and not likable, not believable, not fun. And right. he's a super badass who almost brings a tear to your eye because of his level of bravery as Captain America. Yeah, great that, top tier right there, man. Yeah. So, now in this case, because he's Captain America, I am saying this is the, you give him Hulk Hogan's old theme song, he is all-American, <laughs> fucking baby face, red meat, Good. fucking white bread. There you go. Good call, man. Yeah, you're going to see him out there. If he can sell just as half as good as Ricky Morton. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, they could have a field day with this guy making money off of that, man. He'd just have that. 
if he could just have that and sell, 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 then come back, come back, come back, man. I mean, yeah, the faith, the Captain America, you talk about ripping a T-shirt off, man. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He don't rip it off. He leaves it right there. He, he might, hell, he might as well just, he, I don't know, man. That's, that's a good choice. That's a good choice. That's a good, and I knew you would, and we talked about this a bit off there. We knew this top tier. So many people wrote in about it. A couple people spoke to me in person about it. And I knew Jeremy with the geekish cast would be up to date on all this. So it's kind of like, and run with it, Jeremy. You know what I'm saying? It's, oh, yeah. it's great. I want to announce the next one, but I'm not going to because you came up with it and she's only the second female on this list. And when Jeremy said it, I didn't have, to, I said, Jeremy, quit twisting my arm. Because uh-huh. once he said it at the time frame, it clicked with me. So go with this one, Jeremy, before we get to our top number one. Well, not our number one, but the one we put on our top tier. Yeah. Well, so, I, it's in general, but specifically, I'm talking, yeah. yeah, but specifically what I am referencing is her in Terminator 2. Linda Hamilton. Ah, yeah. Probably at her time, the ultimate female action star. And, you know, Bobby, all I got to do is say, do you remember what she looked like in that movie? And everybody goes, oh, fuck, when she was doing those pull ups. Yeah. Everybody exactly. comes back to that same scene. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing. What, when we was talking about it, I was like, what? What? Well, here's the thing. You go back to that time period. And the actors and all these people we mentioned, by the way, they bust their ass. They've all had, we've mentioned bodies. Of course, they got good looks. And, of course, they're in Hollywood. We understand all the stuff. We don't understand all the stuff that goes on. There's, you know, if they take care of themselves. All of them can speak, remember lines, come up off the cuff, like you mentioned, Arnold, with what I've been doing that. They just, you see some of them freelancing a microphone or mm-hmm. put a mic in front of their face. Uh, when you said Little Hamilton, I was like, when you said Terminator, you know, I like uh, Terminator Two, right? I was like, yeah, you're right, man, because of those pull ups and she's running, uh, just badass, man. Uh, again, it's uh, it's a different level than Michelle Rodriguez, and, and even though we broke it down in tears or whatever, uh, she's up there, man, because that's such an iconic role. Yeah, you know? and, and I think but, I think the way she's working out. That's yeah, thing. well, I think the way she looked back then and. Women's wrestling not being as developed as it was, as it is now. Yeah. You could have had her in a very Ronda Rousey type role where she yeah. is just a come out and whip your fucking ass type, you know, where yeah. you can just build, you could have made the female Goldberg out of her. There you go. Yeah. That was a good one right there. Two good comparisons. Duh, that's, that's good, man. I, like I said, when you said that off there and you said Ronda, I said, wait a minute, she didn't do judo. She's not about, but you know what? It's a work. So if you liked our list, which I hope everyone does, you'll see why Linda Hamilton is up here on top of it on all these. We've only got 15 people. We've named, we had a couple of mention stuff. We've named 14 of them. Last week, we both popped on a certain name when we was doing wrestlers, uh, going to Hollywood and this and that. And, uh, we, we flipped the switch a little bit, like we said, as, as we've done to this episode of Hollywood actors are re- as wrestlers. And we both popped for this name last week. Jeremy, who was it we both popped for on the, on the last week when we was talking about this? Oh, that would be Tom Hardy. Yes, we both popped for him. We could see him as a professional wrestler. That's who we decided, even though it wasn't going to be like a number one thing, we thought put him on the top of this thing. For whatever reason, we both friggin' popped last week, man. Mm-hmm. No, he's great. I mean, um, for me, the the best one I can point out is him as Mad Max in Fury Road. You didn't look at him in that role and go, well, wh- where the fuck is uh, Mel Gibson? No, you went like, exactly. dude. That was the line. Yeah, that Max line. Max is a fucking badass. That's what you thought when you watched that movie. Yes. If you've not seen the movie Bronson, check out the yeah, movie Bronson. Yeah, that's a wild one. That's a hell one. of a movie. It's based on a true story. I've read the book. Uh, and then of course the the movie come out also. He's a he plays the uh, prisoner over in England. Mm-hmm. Uh, it shows him getting his ass in shape for that movie at the end of the DVD, and it's some of it might even be on YouTube. Uh, man, he busted his ass to get bigger and stronger and this and that. But it goes back to that deal where, like you said, man, when you're watching Mad Max uh, Fury Road, you're like. You didn't miss Mel Gibson. There's no disrespect to Mel Gibson, but nope. you're like, you're watching fucking Mel. I mean, you're watching fucking Mad Max, you know, and it's yep. like, holy shit, man. Did not he, miss a beat. He plays so many good roles. Um, the one role where the, the bootleggers in Virginia, he played the brothers, those brothers. Oh, uh, yeah. Shit, what uh, was that what, one called? They were what's spot, the name uh, that They were twins. God damn it. What was the name of that? He um, was a tough one, man, and he wouldn't die. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I don't remember the name of it now. Um, I know the look mo- that up before we get off the air, please. Uh, that's going to drive me crazy. Uh, what was the name of that movie? Um, anyway, they played the bootleggers in Virginia or somewhere. And um, The movie was, was, hold on, the movie was called Legend, and it was the Cray Twins. No, that's the one where they, that's 
that's yeah, that's the uh, that's the one about London, the underground in London. Oh shit, that's right. That's not a, that's not the American one. Ah, that's okay. The Cray Brothers. Yeah, you're right about that. They're in London. That they was the gangsters in London. Yeah. But I'm talking about where they played the brothers in uh, those bootleggers in Virginia, like back when when moonshining and stuff was going on. I'm gonna tell you, and I tell you who someone else was doing. But anyway, Tom Hardy's the top of our damn list. But we're gonna tell you who it was before we get off the air here on that one movie you got to watch. And everyone out there is probably saying, Bobby, dummy, this is the, this is the movie you're thinking about. But anyway, um, uh, Lawless. Damn it, Lawless. That's what it was. He Shit, I don't Lawless. know. You know what? I don't know Lawless. if I've ever seen that. But, well, it's a good movie. It's set in, uh, it's set in Virginia. It's uh, three bootlegging brothers. And uh, anyway, man, it, there's a couple of fights. He plays the tough one, and there's a couple of fight scenes in there. So you don't have to be convinced. That's why I was getting Holy there. Holy shit. Go okay, hold on. Said. I don't know how I missed this, because this was written by Nick Cave. Well, it's a good movie. Well, Nick Cave it's wrote one of my movie. he wrote one of my favorite Australian westerns of all time. I, I'm not going to be able to remember the name of it right now, but it is fun. It's called The Proposition. Awesome fucking movie. But Nick Cave of the Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds is a musician who is also a okay. writer and a screenwriter. And I can't believe I'm gonna have to check this out. Holy yeah, you shit. will. You'll enjoy yeah. it. So anyway, on top of our list of Hollywood actors as wrestlers, we mentioned our honorable mentions. We mentioned fifteen other ones in there. Uh we're finishing out with Tom Hardy, like we said. Uh go out and see some of these folks' movies. You've probably known everyone on this list. We hope you like the list. We hope you like the podcast. Uh subscribe to the YouTube channel at uh, you know tinyurl.com backslash bbbb video. Follow Jeremy on the Geekish Cast on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at BobbyBlaze744, or follow the joint account at uh, Bell to Bell Blaze on Twitter. And with that, Jeremy, I want to say thank you very much. This was a fun, educational, exciting list. Uh, we're gonna get back. We've got something next week. Uh, should I let it slip out what we're gonna talk about now or not? Oh we've yeah, you know what? Yeah. To our top ten. All right, next week's top ten. Just so everyone knows, we're gonna do. Um, Catchphrases, episode 55 next week. We're going to do catchphrases. But right now, we hope you enjoyed this episode. With that, Professor, I'm just going to say, man, you can close out the show however you want because I had a hell of a good time. And uh, I know we're wrapping up right at about an hour, which is what we try to do, 45 minutes to an hour. So you got enough time to, to do what you got to do in your commute or, or mow your lawn or, or get your workout in and enjoy the show, man. So thanks for your support, wrestling fans. We appreciate it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, real quick, also, we didn't even bring up Tom Hardy as Bane in the Batman movie. Um, I was going to, but then I got lost on Lawless. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, you know, and I think he was still built up from uh, playing that Charlie Bronson character. Yes, yes, he um, was. Yeah, and he looked. I mean, you know, and he's not a tall man, and they made him look like a fucking giant in that movie. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, uh, Bobby, thank you. It's been fun as usual, guys. Do keep an eye out. Please check out our sponsors. We've given the opportunity. You know, go check out Bobby's books. Go check out Amazon Prime if you don't already have it. Keep an eye on our YouTube page because we're going to start doing some specially produced mini documentaries just for that venue. Also, next week, I think we'll be announcing our Patreon campaign. Uh, Bobby, anything else to add before I wrap up? No, man. Just look out for each other out there. Be good to each other out there, man. And uh, uh, thanks again. Have a great week, everyone. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, for Bobby Blaze and for myself, Jeremy Vilmer, from the Futon back here at Bell the Bell Towers, bye-bye, everybody.